The MVP race and the playoff race is heating up. Me, JB, today we're going to break down uh, the MVP race. Who do we think's ahead in the MVP race? And playoff teams that we think are going to disappoint us in the playoffs. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. Thank you for tuning in to the number one place for your daily basketball fix, NBA Central. Hosted by the one and only CEO Hayes. All right, JB, what's going on? The Prodigal One's back in the building. It's been a minute. JB's back, so we get to talk basketball. I'm excited for this. Uh, JB, let's talk about the MVP race, man, to start off. Right now, MVP race is kind of looked at as Joel and B. Jokic kind of separate themselves um, from the rest of the pack. Giannis Antetokounmpo is always going to be in that conversation as well. How are you viewing the MVP race for this season? I don't know, man. It's been a big debate right now, and I know it's going back and forth. And I think we got to start it as, like, what is the MVP as it is? Is it the person who's scoring the most points? I think Giannis, or somebody said the other day, is it the person who's scoring the most points? Is it the person who's actually most valuable to their team? I mean, for me, and this is just me, right now I have Joel Embiid as the leader. I know, but I, I don't know, man. It's For me, it's Joel Embiid, and I think it really goes down to reception of the MVP. So I don't think it's points. I don't think you can quantify it to any one stat. When I look at the MVP, in my opinion, the MVP is who impacts their team the most and helps their team win the most. Like when you go back to, you know, I'm a Bulls fan, the Derrick Rose era, uh, season where he won MVP, he wasn't the best player that season. He didn't score the most points. But that team and what he meant to that team, that team would have not been. He, he helped push that team way further than they would have gone. And that's why I think you hear – um uh Giannis in the not Giannis I'm sorry when you when you hear uh Nikola Jokic in the conversation as much because he's the engine that makes that team go if it wasn't for him that team would still be a solid team don't get me wrong but they wouldn't be the number one team in the west if it wasn't for him there so I think that's where you hear the conversations I do think Joel Embiid is absolutely having the MVP season as well he's on pace to play one uh some of the most games he's played I think in his career which is huge he's doing it the the Sixers are winning but I just to me I don't look at the Sixers as a team the same way I do the Denver Nuggets but at the same time too it's hard to get that th that third MVP in a row that, that puts him in a very rare category if he was able to do that but what about you bro well let me ask you mm -hmm. this so I I see your point with Jokic but let's say God forbid Joel Embiid goes down are the 76ers still a number two team in the in the east no, but the East is a much weaker conference. I'll say if Embiid goes down, and we've seen it with seasons where Embiid hasn't played a lot because of pain management and things like that. I think they're still, still what, top four in the East probably? If Jokic goes out, you remove Jokic from the team, Denver Nuggets are a playing team. And I kind of feel that way with the Bucs. Like, not necessarily they're a playing team without Giannis, mm -hmm. but you remove Giannis, they're like probably at best maybe four or five. I don't. I don't I don't see them, you know, without Giannis. So it's really weird when it comes down to the MVP thing. And no one really knows what the criteria is because they've never come out and actually said, this is the criteria we go by. So it's like a hidden thing. Is it sometimes favoritism or, you know, whatever going on behind the scenes? Sure, probably. Sure. Probably. But um, I just think it's Joel Embiid's time, man. Like, something has to be said about the Nuggets as well um, in terms of where they've gone. With Jokic, uh, in terms of like playoffs and things this like that, where where have they gone? They've gone nowhere. A uh, same thing can be said with Joel Embiid, but if we're going with that criteria, now we have to talk about Giannis. Well, see, and that that's why it's a regular season award. You can't really factor in postseason success with that. So, um, and you know, and even with that, winning does matter because to me, and I have a whole video on this, uh, is that if we if winning wasn't part of the MVP conversation, 
Shea Gilders Alexander should be in the MVP conversation if that was the case, because he's having an MVP level season. His team just ain't winning to get him even near that conversation. So, um, I, I mean, I, I can't, and that's the thing I can't argue with Embiid or, or, uh, or, um, uh, uh, damn, Nikola Jokic. Yes. I can't, I just, my brain, uh, Nikola Jokic. I can't really argue either one of those players. If either one of them get it, they get it. Um, Giannis, like I said, can always be in that conversation. Like, there's never going to be, well, let me not say never, but, I'm never going to I'm rarely going to have an issue with him being in the conversation. I just don't think he's up there with the other two. Um I I, I look at him and Jason Tatum, they're kind of the next ring below uh the the Jokic and and the and the Embiid in that case, but it does feel like this is probably the seat. Like if any se- if Embiid's going to get it any season, this feels like the one because of like I mentioned with the games played and things like that. It feels like this would be his season to win. Especially um with Nuggets kind of um I don't want to say taking, but they've been off the last couple, you know, last couple of games. So if that trend continues to go and 76ers are still winning, we may see um, uh, Embiid take it right at the end. And by the way, good point on obviously like you, your team got to win because if your team, if wins didn't matter, I'm pretty sure Dame Lillard would have been an MVP. By oh, now. for sure. Oh, yeah. If wins didn't matter. Absolutely, bro. Like, and I, it that's a whole nother conversation for another day, bro, because like. I, I just I really want him to leave Portland, bro, because like he I want to see him have an actual chance to win the title before the end of his career. And I just don't ever see that team not not and not to that they haven't tried to put a team. They this they made some moves this offseason. It just didn't work out, bro. And it seems like everything that they try, it just doesn't work out. And for both him and the team, if they were to move him, get a bunch of assets back, they can kind of reset the table there. But I, I Dame is going the same way as KG, bro. It's just he's gonna he's gonna look back and I think he's gonna be like, man, I probably should have left Portland early. But KG wanted time. But he left. He finally got stuck. Right. It right. took for him because even before they end up moving him to Boston, there was talking. He had that no trade clause and he said he didn't want to go to Boston. Then Boston got Ray Allen and then he reconsidered and then they end up trading for him. So, but he stayed in Minnesota so long, which is if he would have left before signing that last contract with Minnesota, maybe he would have got one earlier than that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole, like you said, a whole nother topic, but uh, James, one of my favorite um, non-Nick players and I, I feel so bad for him, but I, I I appreciate his loyalty. He has that like 1990s loyalty. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, if rings, I don't want to say rings is not important to him, but at the end of the day, he's probably like, you know what, I'm going to just continue getting this bag. Uh, I'll, if you're, maybe he likes it in Portland, which is odd because it's a small market, mm-hmm. but Hey, some dudes, some dudes are like that. And he's the king. Of, he's literally the king of that's Portland. True. Yeah. So yeah, he's set in Portland. He 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 runs that city. Um, so to, getting off the MVP race, I want to talk about the playoff race. And so there's always teams or te- a team that completely disappoints no matter how good they looked in the regular season. So I wanted to talk about which team or teams we think is going to disappoint big time in the playoffs. I'll let you go first on this one, JB. So remember you heard it here first on NBA Central. The Nuggets will not, I repeat, will not. And I'm being generous when I say this will not pass the second round. I really want to say the first round, but I'll be generous and I'll say they will not pass the second round. The number one team in the West will not pass the second round. I guarantee Damn. you. Why? Come on, give us some reasons. Flesh that out. So the, the way I'm looking at it, right, is in the first round, they're probably going to have to play either, depending on how things uh, finish, maybe Dallas, um, maybe the Lakers if they sneak on in, or maybe the Warriors. I don't see them, you know, beating any of those teams, honestly. And I know a lot can be said about the Warriors and the Lakers. I'm not a LeBron fan, but I know a lot can be said about those teams. But I just feel the matchup, when it comes to a seven-game series, it's going to be different. And let's just say 
they happen to pass them, then they got to meet KD and Book in the in the second round, which I know that it's just not happening. <laughs> it's, it's, that's just not I, my prediction. It would just take it a step further. It's probably going to be the Suns and the Bucks in the finals. Mm. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. My team, though, and I don't even know if I can pick it. So I, I after the Kyrie Irving trade, I waited till I saw three games of them playing together, and I said, there's no way this team's going to win a playoff series. The, the Dallas Mavericks are not going to win a single playoff series. Now, they've fallen, and I think their record is starting to match. Their, like, they won two in a row. They lost. I mean, they've only won four out of the last ten, though. Um, but I just don't see that. That Dallas Mavericks team, to me, just does not play the level of defense that's needed uh, to really go on a playoff run. Once you get into X's and O basketball, I think they're going to be exposed. But I'm not going to pick them just because right now they're the sixth seed. So I don't see if a sixth seed is eliminated in the first round. I don't necessarily look at that as up. So, yeah, they got tons of talent. But you got to believe what they're showing you. And that team does not look very good. They can score a lot. But they just don't. They look terrible defensively, bro. Would you say, like, if you had to throw somebody in the top four, east or west, who would you throw? <sighs> top four. Um... Bro, uh, that's because I think I look at the top three at least in the East, and I think they're all they're all gonna make it far. Um, Cleveland Cavaliers, I can see them not making it out the second round, but again, that's the first year that team came together. I don't necessarily see. It. I'm gonna say, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Cleveland Cavaliers not making it out the second. They're not round. making it out the second round. How, how they make it out the first round when they play my Knicks? That because that's they're playing the Knicks. They're nah, they're playing nah, the bro. Knicks, bro. Like, come on. We here, bro. We come, here, man. Like, bro, come on, you? come on. Like, let's let's admit it. Let's admit it. How many times have you been disappointed by the Knicks in the playoffs when they look pretty good? The history doesn't. <laughs> Bump the history, man. Oh well, we'll see with that one. But um, I'm not. I don't. I'm gonna say this. What would the matchup be? Depending on if the Golden State Warriors get to a point to where they're facing the Sacramento Kings in the first round. I don't think I don't think the Kings make it past the Warriors. Yeah, the Kings have been really interesting. They came out of really I mean, they have, nowhere this season. And there's they have statistically one of the best offenses in NBA history. Not just this season. One of the most efficient offenses of NBA history. I just I don't quite see it for him, brother. Where did the do you remember off the top of your head where did the Kings finish last season? This uh, is one of the biggest turnarounds for a team ever. Let's see. I can find that pretty easily. Give me one second. Last year, the Kings finished at twelfth in the in the West, and now they're second in the West. That's it. I can't remember a team making such a big turnaround. Like it's crazy. Yeah, that that, that and it's is not wild. like they had like it's not like they have like a major like top five talent on their team or anything. I mean, it depends on how you look at De'Aaron Fox, but. I mean, he's he's an amazing scorer, top but he five. has his issues. Oh, you said top five? No, definitely not. Top yeah. Five. Not top five. Right. He's, um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a star for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just – and I like the Kings. I love the, I, wa- I love watching the Kings play. Demonis Sabonis is just – he's a monster when he gets going and, and gets to scoring. Um, but I just – if that team faces the Golden State Warriors in the first round, which is what it would be slated for right now, I, I think experience wins out on that one. Yeah, I can see that. And that, that was kind of my case if – the Warriors have to play um, the Nuggets. Um, I mean, obviously the Nuggets have experience, but I, you know the Warriors—they just have that coincidence. And when it comes to a seven-game series, and you got to face the likes of them with that kind of talent, it's it's tough. Do you think your guys? You think the Bulls oh, sneak in? No. Uh, in the play-in, probably. I, I can see them sinking in play- the playoffs. No, nah, bro, uh-uh. not right now. Mm-mm. Yeah, 
kind of sucks because you guys have a solid team, man. I mean, you guys have some good pieces. One of the most disappointing seasons, uh, like seriously, because of the expectations around it, right? Because they do have talent, but you know that that the Bulls have been so lackadaisical with the heart and effort that's needed sometimes this season that it's just like, hey, you did this to yourself, bro. You did this to yourself. I think Billy D got to go. That's that's my number one, bro. First yeah, thing. I would say that too. But then they gave the motherfucker a goddamn contract extension. It, it, How long? Uh, they they that's the thing they haven't even so we got somebody it got leaked that they gave him a contract extension they haven't officially announced anything yet we don't even know how long it is all it said that it was several more years so to me i hear several it tells me about that about three is what i'm guessing minimum yeah. right yeah yeah that, yeah, that, that, yeah that's it that's a problem that's that's it's tough bro it's real tough. unless they want to give him a chance to re, like you guys are going literally in rebuild mode and they want to give him a chance to build up a team and see what he does with it I mean, yeah, that's a possibility as well. I just, I don't know, bro. Like, I really don't know. It's, it's, it, it, Bulls have been so frustrating this season. And while they seem like they're turning it around, they've gotten a couple gritty wins here lately. I just still look at that team and I'm like, like, are you going to have the heart necessary to really go on a run? And it looks like they're doing it now, but we've seen flashes of it throughout the season and then they've kind of fallen off. So I don't know. Um, but I mean, hell, if they do, I'm going to be right there and be excited. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to be extremely excited if they do. I just, I got to see. At this point, I'm, I guess where I am with the Bulls, you got to show me. So, yeah, I've been watching a couple Bulls games lately, and they're a fun team to watch. Like when they're, when, like when DeMar gets going and, and Levine gets going, they're a fun freaking team to watch. For sure. For sure. So let's hope that it's better next season, man. And they actually do that, change that roster a little bit, add some things that we're missing, like some size and some shooting. But look, that's for Bulls Central. We're getting too, too focused on Bulls. I don't want to get Bulls Centric here. When you look at the – so we talked about teams that we think are going to disappoint. Do you see any teams in the play in, playoff race that you think are going to shock? Maybe have an upset in the series, a la Golden State Warriors, uh, the Baron Davis, the We Believe season. Do you see a team maybe going on a run like that to to uh, eliminate and, and upset a team in the first round or something like that? I I don't want to say it, but I got to say it, man. And I'm not I'm not trying to be a homer here. But I, I, I honestly think if it's the, the seedings are positioned correctly, mm-hmm. I can see the Knicks going to the Eastern Conference Finals, bro. And I'm not even kidding. Uh, let me tell you how this happens, though. If for some reason <laughs> the, the look on your face says that. <laughs> so I, I honestly believe we, we're we going to beat the Cavs. Like, no question about it. I, I, I'm not even worried. We're a great road team. So even if the Cavs get the fourth spot, I'm okay with that. Where the issue comes in and where it stops us from going to these conference finals, it all depends on how the Bucks finish. Mm. If the Bucks finish in first place, we'll, we'll be lucky if we win two games, two games against them. But if for some reason the 76ers or, or the, the Celtics happen to get that one spot, because that race is not far, mm. I feel we can beat 76ers or Celtics in a two-game series. We've we've done we beat the Celtics pretty pretty well this season. We've we have a good shot against them, and I think we can do the same thing with the 76ers. So I see Knicks, if the matchups are right, they can go deep. Outside of that, you always, always, you can never, ever count out the Warriors, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're the one team in, in the NBA that it does not really matter what seed they as are. As long as they make it, it in, right? Yeah, that's – and that's – I mean, this is the one season where it does seem like maybe they, they won't flip the switch like we're used to. Like, they do seem more mortal than ever before, but – to me, until I see it, I'm always going to bet that the Warriors, come April, they're going to flip a switch, and then all of a sudden they're just going to go on a different level. 
Let me ask you this question, not to steer topics. If the Lakers get in, which it's looking like they may because they're starting to uptrend a little mm-hmm. bit. And, I mean, literally, if you look at, like, number six through, like, 11 or something like that, there's literally, like, they're three, separated four like, separated. No, they, from, from, number, from number seven to 11 where the Lakers are, there's only one and a half games separating all those teams. That's insane. So if the Lakers get into the actual playoffs, forget playing the playoffs, yeah. do they make a run? I still think they don't make it out the first round. I do think they can make it interesting. I do think that I think the Lakers are going to make the plan. I do think that there's a chance they may make it out the playing tournament just because they would have to be playing at such a level and that, that, that I think they ride in some momentum. I just don't know if they're going to be able to win the playoff series. I do think they can make it interesting. I just don't see the Lakers making I, I can bet on them winning a play in or getting out the plan because two teams make it out the plan. I just can't necessarily see them winning a playoff series yet. So. Yeah, I'm with you on that. They can't. Yeah, yeah. I think the LeBron experiment is over, but obviously he still has another year or whatever, two years or whatever's left on his contract. contract. I think it's a year. And then he has like a player option or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Another team that I want to point out here, and I know know they've, they've lost, I think, three in a row at this point, but I do still think that the Brooklyn Nets can make it interesting depending on the matchup, just because that's a deep team. That's a young team that is coached well. And I do think that they could possibly, I'm not saying make it out the first round or anything like that, but I do think that if if a team kind of overlooks them and thinks, oh, well, they traded KD and Kyrie away. They got a, a lot of young, young, but talented and, and inexperienced players. I think that they can push it a series to seven games. And we'd be looking at that first round. Like did the Brooklyn Nets really just push like, I don't know who they'd be like the ball. I think they'd be facing the Boston Celtics now. Boston. Would, would, like, yeah. I think we could look at it and be like, did the Brooklyn Nets really just push the Boston Celtics to a seven game series? Maybe six. I can maybe six. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I could I could see six, maybe seven. You never know. Cause when it comes to you know, when it when it comes to playoffs, any crazy shit can happen. But I can see a six or seven series. It, it, don't never underestimate a young, gritty team that has heart. And I, again, I'll go back to my Knicks. That's literally what we are. I mean. Do we have some again top five player? No. Do I think uh, Jalen Brunson is a is a future star? Yes. But they're playing with straight heart right now and and gritty basketball. And I think the Nets, um, you know, if they do that, they they can at least win a couple games. Get out of the first round. That's a tough one. But I could definitely see see them winning a couple games. The the thing with the East is it's so locked in with the top three. Yeah. Bucks, seventy six. It almost doesn't Celtics. matter, right? It almost doesn't matter. Do I think those teams can get? Do I think Celtics or 76 can I don't think no one can beat the Bucks, honestly. Outside of those teams, I don't think anyone can beat the Bucks. They're just too good. Giannis is too, too, too good. That's fair. That's fair. Anything left, JB, before we end? Nah, man. Um, I, there's a, I, Listen, we can obviously sit here and talk for like 10 hours about anything, <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll leave some for later. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So JB hopefully is officially back. I'm, I'm going to wait till he actually makes five episodes in a row before I'm, I say it because JB could disappear at any point in time. Uh, but 100%. <laughs> glad to have my brother I gotta back. Work to, I got to work to gimme, bro. The prodigal one is back. <laughs> if you guys want to follow my brother JB, make sure you do so at the prodigal one JB, right? The P1JB. It's been so long since I had to plug it. The P1JB. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes. You want to follow the show, you can do so at NBA Central Pod on every social media platform you can also send us any feedback questions comments concerns nba central show at gmail.com but for jb i'm hayes this is nba central make sure you guys are locked in hit the subscribe button we out y'all peace this has been a presentation of the break break